What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. At the supermarket yesterday, I was enticed by a display of Arnott's Royals. But alas, I couldn't purchase them because they contain gluten. And it made me want to sing. I've never eaten white bread in the flesh. I cut my teeth on gluten-free from the health aisle. And I'm not proud of my distress. With the torn up bowel, constant food envy. Cause every product's got fructose, lactose, gluten in the fine print. This food got food even in the wine bin. We don't dare. Cause we got celiac in our veins. But every product's like fat free, sugar free, nothing artificial. Hot foundation, tickets all official. We don't dare. We can't be caught up in your love affair. And we'll never eat royal. They don't work it out, God. That pesky gluten ain't for us. We crave a different kind of crust. Cause when we eat your gluten, honey from the queen bee, baby, that's not cool. We gotta go to the lavatory. Good morning. My name is Peggy Connors, and I'm here from the New Hampshire Dietetic Association and Parkland Medical Center. This morning, I'm here with Christine Lauer from Nutrition Now and Catholic Medical Center. We are Eat Right New Hampshire, and we're here to talk to you today about celiac disease and gluten-free diets and what the gluten-free diet can do to help you towards a healthier, happier life. Because, remember... Health happens one bite at a time, right, Christine? Right, and Good you can morning. change with your very next bite. We will change with our very so next we'll bite. Help. Welcome to the underworld. I love America. It's been my home all my life. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant, a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies secret oaths and a secret proceedings. In America, they watch you and they track your every move. They're eating good and poison in your food. In America, the people occupy the single truth. But it's too late and there's nothing we can do. In America, just watch your favorite show and watch the news. So they can think of any that you do. In America, obey the loss of what the truth. And just get back, cause there's nothing we can do. I love America. It's been my home all my life. If you don't know the past, you're only doomed to repeat it. Welcome to Public Access America. This is your history. This is your country. This is America. Join us in listening to some of history's America's best speeches. Created by Jarcodes Productions. Go back in time with us right now on Public Access America. 
So, Christine, tell me, what is this celiac disease that everybody's talking about? Right. You hear it all the time, celiac or gluten intolerance, but celiac disease, and that's a little bit different. And what happens with celiac is your body cannot tolerate gluten whatsoever. So when it goes through your intestines, inside your intestines that line your intestinal tract, you have these little villi. You know, and they float around so that all your protein and your foods can attach to it and your probiotics can attach to it. Well, when you have celiac disease, which more and more people do nowadays, I think the last time I checked, it was one in every 133, then it was one in every wow. 90. I mean, so it's really increasing. What happens is the villi are, are destroyed. It doesn't like the gluten in the wheat. Right, and it destroys your intestinal tract, so the eventually absorption, sometimes even symptoms could be pain. You're doubled over every time you eat anything with wheat or oats, because some oats are not gluten-free, or barley, or rye. or rye. So what is gluten? Well, gluten is the protein part of the wheat. If you took dough, or bread, and you ran it under water, and you kept running it under water, what would be left would form a, a little ball, and that's the gluten. That is what hurts your intestinal tract. Yes, that's where the intolerance begins. So if you have this intolerance, we have gluten in our everyday life everywhere, bread and pasta and desserts and cereals, and yes. how does somebody live without all these items? Well, the, the unfortunate part is we actually have more wheat and more gluten in our diets today than mankind has ever had in really? the history of our life on the planet. And why is and that? And it's increased in the past 50 years, but primarily after 1970. And it's just, we have an industry, and we went into a low-fat craze. We used to have the food pyramid where they pushed all those grains on the bottom of the pyramid. You know, so it just kept increasing exponentially, but now I think it's overdone. So our bodies can't handle it anymore. So the best thing for diet is to really, with celiac, you have to 100% eliminate all sources of gluten from your diet. Well, how would you know if you really had celiac or if it was something else? Well, it has to be diagnosed by a doctor because it could be IBS, irritable bowel, it could be an allergy to something else. Uh, you, could be, you could mistake it for lactose intolerance at first. You know? But as symptoms keep going on, you go to your doctor and you can't diagnose it from a colonoscopy, but they might get an idea that there's something going on in your intestinal tract. However, it has to be done by a blood test. They do a biopsy with that blood, mm -hmm. and that's how they diagnose it. Yes. So some people have said to me, well, I'll just eliminate some wheat and see what happens. Um, don't do that until you go to your doctor, because you, right. because if you do that, your own diet and then you go and be tested, you won't, it won't show up. It right. might not show up. And you might not be right. It might Correct. not be that. Correct. It might be something else that's in the bread that you're eating that might be the problem. And you, you want a diagnosis. You know, it's interesting, because back in the 19... Set late 70s, early 80s, I worked with a man who was a salesman on the road. He had excruciating pain, he'd double over in pain, just from eating. And no one could figure out why. And it took months to figure out that he had celiac. And I, no one had ever heard, of, heard that. of that. So it was very difficult for him to get a diagnosis. But now it's much easier because doctors will run an antibody test, IgE, they'll run, you know, I'm not sure 100% of all the specific tests they do, but they definitely, the doctors have to test you for, for this. That. And it run, sometimes runs in the family, so if you have it, you may want to get other family members tested. To test it.
if you have a hard time feeding your child or if he has a lot of diarrhea, you might want to take a look at Right, or he complains or on. she complains of stomach pains or food doesn't seem to be. You really want to look at that GI tract and make sure that they're just not experiencing some discomfort or pain and they're not able to express it to you. Right. So now that we have our diagnosis. What do we eat? What do we do when we go to the grocery store? All right. Actually, it can be a lot of fun. And I brought a bunch of books that are primarily, they are 100% gluten-free. So you can see that there are many, many diets. Some of them are, you know, we talk about fad diets, etc. I'm not going to put them all in that category at all because they really are trying to go back to how did human beings eat before this past 75 years, this Whole modern foods. era. Whole foods. What type of foods primarily did we eat? And we didn't eat as many grains because the, I'll say 12,000 years ago, agriculture, domestication of wheat, all of that Wasn't began. There. Yeah. You know, so we have a relatively short period of time and believe me, we didn't eat the amount of wheat and the process of the wheat that they have today. We don't even eat the same strain of wheat that they ate, you know, for 8,000 years. And basically, they changed wheat in around 1960, so they changed it so that we could feed the world. The problem is it, it, that may be, possibly, the wheat the that is way too much at this point in time. So I'd like to point out a few books before we go through the grocery store. What have we here? Um, now, wheat belly, everybody's heard of. Your doctor may agree or disagree, but basically they, say, they are saying, you know, no gluten at all, no wheat. It's gone, out of everything. And they show you there's a cookbook that goes with it as well. Um, very popular. There's a grain brain book out now that relates wheat and gluten and all of that to um, Alzheimer's and stuff. So they really try to pull you back on the amount, if not 100%. Uh -huh. Perfect Health Diet, which actually is one that I really enjoy because they allow a lot of foods we'll talk about today like yams and garnet yams and things of that nature, and rice. They really like that in here. So it's not as low-carb as some of these others. But it is still gluten-free. It is 100% grain-free, gluten-free. Not to confuse low-carb with gluten. There are carbs right. that are not wheat. Yes, yes, thank you very much. You also have um, a series called The Primal Blueprint by Mark Sisson. 100% gluten-free. It also happens to be dairy-free for people that are looking for that, too. Um, Blood Sugar Solution, this is a very popular book out today. And Dr. Hyman, you can see him all over public you know, broadcasting. And he has, uh, uh, this is a number one seller. It is gluten-free, grain-free. So All grains. All grains, believe it or not. So, um, But it's a very good read, and it, he really works on reducing insulin resistance. So it's not there for celiac, but it certainly works well for celiac, celiac as well. The other thing that most people have heard about today, and this is a huge movement around the world, is paleo. All right, so that's the hunter-gatherer, folks. There's a slow cooker, which is great when in a times of very busy times, Peggy. Yes. You know, a comfort foods for paleo. So really what they're doing is they're just removing the grain. They're using almond flour and coconut flour, which actually works quite well. Now, that wasn't there 2,000 years ago, though, either. Um, almond flour and coconut flour? Probably not. So maybe we could overdo that too. But the way that they cook is it minimizes that. So what I'd like to show you is basically 
what types of foods that we can actually eat when we go into the supermarket. Because it's not necessarily a diagnosis of deprivation, it's one of regaining health. One of the things that I think a lot of people um, feel like when they say that, oh, you have to go gluten-free, they immediately have to go to the store and every item they buy has to say gluten-free. Well, if you stay to the outside of the store and stay in your fruits and vegetables and meats, etc., for the most part, you're going to find it. Yes, yes. And, and when you're looking at, oh, hey, Excuse me. you're not allergic to gluten, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So let's start with some of the things. Right over here, right in front of you, Peggy, what are these? These are fresh vegetables, vegetables. Fresh vegetables. And you can buy them prepackaged, chopped up. I love this one. All ready to go. You know, it's, there's seven different uh, vegetables in there. You can make a salad out of it. You can put sauerkraut on it. You can put olive oil dressing and your fats, your oils, even butter. There are, is no gluten in those items. The vegetables, you just put it in a steamer and away you go or eat them raw. You can even take, if you have, if you are in a small apartment and you don't have a lot of cooking equipment, you can take any fresh vegetable, put it in a bowl, put it in with a little water and steam it in your microwave. Absolutely. Yes, so you, can. you don't have to have a lot of cooking equipment to take care of fresh vegetables. You can bake a potato in a microwave. You can take a potato, bake it in the microwave, scoop it out, and mash it up a little bit and have mashed potatoes out of a microwave. It doesn't and it, it's a very be. quick cook. There's a new item out, and I don't know that much about it. It's called New Wave. So if you're in your own apartment or a dormitory, mm -hmm. there's no heat associated with it. You can it's put your hand induction. on it. It's called induction. Magnetic yes. induction. It's you, a magnetic you induction. You can put a cast iron pan on it. You can put it. your hand here. Then when you put a pan on it, that it cooks. It, it uh, activates the heat. Okay, but the I think you can take it off and put your hand yes, on it. Yes, you take it off immediately, put your hand on it. It's kind of magic. Uh, in a way. I'm not too it's familiar with it, but I thought it was interesting. So fresh vegetables, there is they are 100% gluten-free. So eat them and as enjoy much. them because we do need to eat at least a couple of cups. We lost some of our French fresh now, vegetables. Already. There's not any fruit here, but no. all fruit is obviously anything that you can take off a tree or dig out of the ground. Right. Is gluten-free. And whole fruit is... Except for the wheat itself. <laughs> right. So you don't want... Um, well, you don't, well, apple pie is not gluten-free. No, no. Obviously, so. I'm saying the fresh fruit or the fresh vegetable. So right bake some fruit. apples for holiday seasons or special there occasions. There you go. Instead of putting it into a pie, you can do baked apples. Right. And you can chop some nuts, which are also gluten-free. Put them right Put on Put that your... in there. A little cinnamon. You know, maybe a little honey. There you go. And you've got a great-tasting baked apple dish. And there's your for dessert. dessert. It is. And you don't miss anything. What about some of these little canned goods you have here? Um, why I brought these, um, I, I didn't have chicken or meat or fish to bring in today, but really all protein foods are gluten-free. Right. Unless you bread them. Tuna fish. Tuna fish, there's no gluten in here. It's just tuna and olive oil. This is chicken, and the only thing in here is chicken, water, and salt. That's it. But you have to read the label, the ingredients on every single label. Because sometimes they put maltodextrin, texturized protein, or even soy. And you were mentioning to me before this we started today about, about soy. soy. So that was very interesting. Maybe we should share that with people watching us now. Sometimes um, a farmer will grow both wheat and soy. And he doesn't have two reapers and two planters and two whatever to, to uh, process his soy or, and wheat before he gets it to market. So there can be some cross-contamination. And as Chris said, when you read labels, many times you will read a label that says, processed in a factory that has gluten. That counts because the cross-contamination, even that, because it's in the air, 
Obviously, think about wheat going to a processing plant. Just the dust of the wheat as it's being processed can be in the air, move over here and settle on this item. So you want to be sure that when you read labels, you look for the label that says it's processed in a plant that has wheat also. And or if people are allergic to nuts, they'll say processed in a plant with nuts. You want to, uh, those plants are as, should be as avoided as the actual product. And if you have celiac, it is 150% mandatory that you remove all forms of gluten. Stay as far away as possible. Right. And that counts. Something that's processed in a plant that has gluten, even though it doesn't, they didn't add any gluten to it. And you definitely have to check the internet if you have that diagnosis as well. You know. Well, I think that's what we're going to do when we come back. We will talk a little bit about where there are some resources for you on the internet. And also there's a little bit about gluten intolerance, not completely celiac disease, but a little gluten intolerance. And we'll be right back to talk about that. Hi, I'm Hillary Knight, USA Women's Olympic silver medalist. A healthy diet and plenty of exercise are keys to success, both on and off the ice. Teaching kids how to eat right will give them the fuel they need to be at their very best. Growing bodies need lots of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and low-fat dairy. Making sure kids get all the nutrients they need will help them focus in school, stay energized, and maintain good health. A registered dietitian can work with your family to help you create nutritious meals you will love. And don't forget to exercise. Kids need 60 minutes of physical activity every day to maintain a healthy weight and prevent illness. I prefer hockey, but any kind of activity is great. Whether it's playing a team sport, a game on the playground, or in the yard as a family, get out and get active. Visit kidseatright.org for more information and to find a registered dietitian near you. I'm Peggy Connors from uh, Parkland Medical Center and the New Hampshire Dietetic Association. Christine Lauer from Nutrition Now and Parkland, I'm sorry, Catholic, Catholic Medical Center. Medical Center. <laughs> and I am here to talk to you today about um, gluten, celiac disease, and some of the ways that we can help you be better one bite at a time through taking care of yourself if you have celiac disease. So Christine, we were talking about the internet and how you can use it for resources. Well, the beauty of the internet, obviously, is that you can Google or do a search engine, whatever search engine you want, and a lot of information comes up. But you may want to start with the official websites and then branch out from there because you'll get a lot of information. Some of it will be anecdotal. Some of it will be what worked for one individual personally or a group of people. But you want to really look at, like for the American Dietetic Association, well, the American, wait a minute, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. We All have right. a new name for our association. Right. Well, it's a year old, so I don't know why I forgot it. It's but, still new. Right. The Academy new. of Nutrition and Dietetics. You can and check it, there. Their website will direct you right to some information. One of the things you want to be careful of out on the web is that people that are selling gluten-free products might kind of get high up on the totem pole. So you want to get rid of that and go for the information first. Clearinghouse information, that type of thing, PubMed. Right, and um, the Gluten, Gluten um, Association of America, that's a fantastic website out there that'll give you a lot of information. And it's not, um, what I wanna say, a lot of times people will get diagnosed and they feel very, very deprived. 
after this diagnosis. If you overwhelmed, look, it, it, yes, overwhelmed and then deprived because everything because we've eaten it in excess that they enjoyed before it's relearning. So it's sort of baby steps, but if you really start looking at new cookbooks and you grab onto it, um, you actually end up far healthier than people that are still eating all that other junk. And I have to say, you can have some gluten-free breads or gluten-free, you know, products, but don't go and just change everything that you had here to gluten-free bread or gluten-free pizza dough or gluten-free crackers or gluten-free cereal or gluten-free. Just start eating a little differently. I had soup for breakfast this morning, you know, so think outside the box. Sometimes I have green beans and eggs. You know, for breakfast. Or, or yam and eggs. You know, I mean, so you just start thinking a little differently and enjoying it. And you can always put the proteins with it, too. Well, you were talking before about 12,000 years ago when they weren't eating grain. As much, right. As, as much. They just started. I don't think the cavemen got up in the morning and said, well, we'll have muffins and, and eggs. No, they, that they, didn't they had exist. Whatever. <laughs> that, that's how we evolved. They, had, they ate what was there at the moment. So right. it might not have been soup, but it could have been something close to soup. It could have been the innards of an animal. But, I mean, it could Exactly. Anything. But there was no gluten in it at that time, especially the caveman Paleolithic right. era compared to the Neolithic, which was when grains began. Came about. So it's relatively new, and I think we have adjusted. We just haven't adjusted to the past 75 years where it's, it's just exponentially increased. Overwhelming. And really, when you start reading the ingredients on the labels, you look at all those ingredients and say, what the heck is this? So it's all combined. So if you look fresh, vegetables, fruit, protein, chicken, meat, fish, pork, you know, um, all of those items, and that can be oils and fats. Those and are all that could be the the basis. If you just think, like I said, about going around the outside of the grocery store and stay away from the inside. Those inside aisles, keep those for the um, paper towels and toilet paper that right, you have to right. get, and, and stay right. away from those other aisles. I suppose you could get some legumes and things like that. They're probably well. Not. Also, I think one of the things that people miss the most is pasta. Yes. So how can we deal with pasta on a gluten-free well, diet? Well, you know what's because interesting? Because everybody loves pasta. Pasta is made from wheat. But you know what's interesting? I'm not gluten. I don't have a gluten allergy or a gluten intolerance. I, I don't have celiac disorder. However, I haven't had any pasta for a long time. Really? And I use um, shredded zucchini or spaghetti squash. So I have gotten so used to just loading up my spaghetti squash, which is very easy. I buy the whole squash, whole squash. and it's, it's a low-carb vegetable if you're very concerned low. about that, right? And I don't want to cut it and dice it and put it in the oven and take it, wait an hour and a half, put some water in there. So I just take the darn thing, put it in a pot on top of my stove, boil it for 20 minutes, bing, bang, done. You're done. Yeah. So then, you know, you cool it. The outside, you cut it, take the seeds out, and then with a fork, you just go like this, and what do you have? It's like angel hair pasta. It is. And it's delicious. And you can do anything with it. You can put sauces on it. You can eat it with just a little oil or butter on it. You treat it just like a pasta. Right. And if your family isn't gluten intolerant or they don't have, other members don't have celiac, they obviously, a lot of people, they like what they like. They want that pasta still. Um, it's very easy just to cook a little bit of spaghetti squash for yourself on the and, side and not change anything else in the meal. And you can also, if you are... Um, a celiac disease person, you can get um, pasta that is gluten free. You yes. can get a whole wheat pasta that is yes, gluten free. Yes, you can. If you really and have to have some. I think I like the rice ones the best myself. Made with rice flour. Right. Um, 
I think that's what works best for me. But there's there are some made with corn, and there's they're coming up with all kinds of new things all the time. I think the corn one tends to fall apart a little bit more than the rice flour one. I think it tends right. to stay together more. Right. That is the issue when you do get gluten-free products. The gluten is also the thing that helps um, products hold together. You're right. And since you don't have that, you Guess know, what? <laughs> using rice flour or corn flour, they tend to be a little more fragile. So you have a, a piece of bread that has been made with rice flour or... Um, they're crumbly. Uh, they're very crumbly. crumbly. It doesn't hold... It's not as sturdy as the uh, flour made, the uh, bread made with gluten. Right, I've so tried So you will some. see a difference. And sometimes with the gluten-free, you see other things, like there might be a little sugar or something in the bread. So you really want to read the labels. I mean, this is something that is just flour. There are very few ingredients in here. But obviously, if you have um, gluten intolerance or celiac, that's out. You're out. Completely gone. So we, we don't want it in that case. I also was checking this. You know, popcorn, popcorn and things like that. There's a lot of stuff. Most of the stuff that you have to be careful will have maltodextrin or texturized some, Which some types of flavorings, and they could have gluten in it. That's one of the things, if you go out on the website and you do your research, they will give you a list of additives. They'll have funny names like maltodextrin, and you don't know, well, what is that? I don't know if there's gluten in it. They will give you a list of all the items, right. uh, additives. Because that could come from wheat or corn. Correct. And we It'll don't know. give you the list of all the additives that have gluten in it, which is very, very helpful for somebody who is uh, celiac disease. And this one I was surprised. I don't have my glasses on, but it looked like there, was, there wasn't any gluten in that. So I don't know if you can confirm that, but I even we have so. to read the labels. You cannot Sunflower assume. oil, whey, buttermilk, and salt. Yeah, it looks so like you're okay. right, or a plain popcorn with oil or olive oil or potatoes. You know, if you wanted some potato chips, chips. that's a possibility that's too. Okay, but, because there's no gluten in potatoes. Um, I, eggs, of course, are gluten-free. So even if the chicken usually eats what corn, I don't know. <laughs> but that I don't think usually. that matters. And I was looking for some dessert, so I also so I wouldn't feel deprived. But these are chocolate macaroons. But she also has regular macaroons. And why doesn't don't macaroons have gluten in it? Well, this one is made with coconut, egg whites, and honey. There you go. So, and it actually, and it actually is quite good. So you could bring that to holiday parties, birthday parties, when you're going you over go. to someone's house, and you don't even on have to make nice it platter. yourself. On a nice platter. Yes, on a nice platter. You can tell them you made it. Well, maybe not. I won't encourage. See, you that's one of the things I think has come over the last hundred years. We didn't used to have dessert at every meal. That wasn't a course. It was every Sunday, maybe. Right. You're it, right. Dessert was not a course. Yeah. In in their in our meals. And, and we now, didn't snack on sweets either. No. Ever. And you know, you go to Europe, people don't understand the snacking thing. They don't we have. snack. They don't snack in Europe. No. They and have I, meals and that's the end of it. Now not they never eat between meals, but it is not there's not a snack industry in Europe. No. Very rarely do they I just actually bought a book about French kids eat everything. And it uh, very structured eating. They don't give the freedom and the choice and never a snack. Never. It's amazing. So they don't go to school and bring their snack with them. No, and they have one choice a meal, and it's really amazing how they do it. And they, the kids all eat, they eat all kinds of foods because they're never taught. I, I don't know what's happened to us in the past 50 <laughs> years, but there's something we could, we could do a show on helping families, helping families get back get to back help to the kids eating. eat. So and that would be a later one. And having kids eat. Um, right. 
the way we did. Oh, you know. I didn't mention cheese, but most cheese is gluten-free, yeah. You know, Make sure you read the label, though, because especially some of the processed cheeses, things like a Velveeta-type cheese or an American cheese could possibly have some additives in it. This is a real cheese. You talk about cheddar cheeses and blue cheeses and Havati cheese, and those kinds of things are real cheese that is aged. Um, American cheese is a processed cheese food, which could have a lot could of Could have something in it. And there are more and more ingredients every day, so you definitely have to have a resource list. Um, and you can visit a registered dietitian. They're all trained to give you all that information, all the resource lists that can print out some of the more common things in texture and flavorings and condiments that you might not think of. That's one of the things. If you are newly diagnosed with celiac disease, your best option is to see a registered dietitian. Any of the local hospitals have an outpatient department with registered dietitians that can help you navigate the maze of the resources online, some of the products in the store. They've done that research. They have lists for you, as Christine said. So talk to your physician, have them give you a referral to uh, a registered dietitian right. so they can help you and navigate. And usually your health insurance, well, we don't know 100% nowadays, usually, but usually your health, health insurance, insurance pays will for one cover. to three visits. Yeah, they will cover mm -hmm. it from one to three visits. One to three visits. Um, from most health insurance. So check with your health insurance, make sure they'll cover it, and uh, that will give you a great way to navigate and you won't feel quite so overwhelmed when somebody, when your physician says, yep, you're a celiac right. disease patient. And when you say, what do I eat? Vegetables, meat, protein, rice, okay? Um, what what about those people, though, that are not quite celiac disease, but they might have some kind of intolerance to wheat? Um, they have to go by the, you know, the interesting thing, though, is if it's a little bit of a food sensitivity, I think you still need to eliminate it. But an error here and there isn't going to be as significant because yes, it's not right. damaging the lining, hopefully, of your intestinal tract. It's not destroying the villi. Um, so they can play it by symptoms. But, unfortunately, sometimes it's symptom-free. Some, some people then can have um, an allergy to wheat as opposed to being a true Some people celiac. do, right. That's not as um, common, but they do. Usually gluten intolerance is what's happening today, right. more than even celiac. But So they can't tolerate it, but it's not destroying their villi. Right. So it's sort of but like it's a not going to. It doesn't work well in the long run, no matter what. All right. So, so you have to off. heal the gut. You have to heal your gut, and it. And if it's eating clean food and real food, things fewer foods from a package. I cook. See that package of string beans? I don't. I cook this whole thing at the same time, and then I eat two or three days in a row. I just pack it with lunch or dinner or you breakfast. Eat a, eat a um, Cold I, and I can Right, I can eat it cold, but I can cook it and steam it a little bit, and it's ready to go. So I always have something. You can buy a rotisserie chicken, but you have to watch what's in it because they do flavor inject these birds and things like that now. So that could have gluten. So could. if it says gluten-free, you know, then they that's absolutely okay. But you have protein and vegetables, and you I cook, you know, I keep a bunch of rice on hand already cooked. And, and rice is good because there's a lot of variety in rice. It's absolutely. not just the white rice we grew up with. I love jasmine, I love brown rice, I love basmati, you know, and I, I eat basmati. white or brown. Now brown offers a little more nutrition, but there's a nice taste to white that sometimes you can't duplicate and you want. So whatever rice Works there is, you. one provides better nutrition than the other, that's all. Um, I meant, you know what I wanted 
we haven't mentioned about restaurants because that's the biggest thing. No. What do you do when you go out? Yeah. You know, that's the hardest thing because restaurants obviously serve a lot of things with gluten. And, but luckily, even I have a pizza menu here from a pizza company and most of them, but not all, and they have gluten-free gluten pizzas. We have one right in Derry mm -hmm. that does serve um, gluten-free products right over the other side of 93. There's a pizza place that does um, gluten-free. And you can check online. Most restaurants will list their gluten-free items. Definitely, because they want to know. They put the time and effort into the research. They want to let you know that it's there. And there are more and more restaurants that are offering gluten-free items on their menu. And sometimes they will take items that are just gluten-free naturally, and people are a little, oh, is that gluten-free or not? But they've been serving it all along, so they'll label it as gluten-free, which really helps. Right. right, it does. So it is much easier for a person that is either celiac or gluten intolerant nowadays to navigate and really feed themselves well. And the food is delicious that they get to eat. It is. The whole foods... The perimeter on the outside, that's the way to go. Christine, thank you so much. I think we've really learned a lot today about what a person with celiac disease can do, how they can navigate the uh, web, how they can navigate the whole process to help them eat healthier one bite at a time. So until next time, Christine Lauer, Peggy Connors, we will see you. Hey, Petey, have you heard about this new podcast, Public Access America? You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool. Not good, not. But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now! Oh, watch the bomb! You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from our time! It's so cool! Go check out Public Access America! Yeah. Sweet spread. Sandwiches. You don't like sandwiches? I like them, I just can't eat them. I have celiac disease. Oh, what's that? It's an autoimmune disease where I can't eat gluten. I probably have that too. I'm sure I have that. I have a lot of symptoms. Maybe it's pretty common. I have it too. Really? Yeah, well, no, I'm gluten sensitive. One time I had a large Domino's pasta stuffed pizza and I was so bloated. Yeah, that's where they put the pasta inside the pizza crust. Um, so I get you. It makes my white cells destroy the villi in my small intestine so I can't absorb food and I essentially starve. So basically the same. Oh my God, that's so sad. So would you like a sandwich? No, I can't. Oh, oh my God, I'm sorry, yes. So why does everybody have this disease all of a sudden? I mean, one day nobody has it and then boom, it's everywhere. It's a little convenient. Convenient for what? Exactly. WebMD says it causes 27 different types of cancer. What has gluten in it? Everything? I should stop eating and breathing. Gluten's actually fine if you don't have celiacs. You should probably not stop eating it mm -hmm. for no reason. Please breathe. How about a panini? No, a panini is also a sandwich. Oh my god, yeah. I never thought of it before, but yes. Yes, a panini is a kind of sandwich. I'll eat it. So what's the science behind it? Did you just wake up one morning and decide you had it? No, I went to the doctor and they did, like, extensive tests. Oh, well, I don't believe in tests. Too subjective.
too convenient. I'm itchy and I'm sleepy and I'm gonna puke. Get this gluten away from me. Okay. How about a wrap? That is yet another sandwich. So many things are sandwiches. If it's a natural occurring thing, then how come we don't see it in dinosaurs? They didn't have agriculture? Yeah, so. So they couldn't grow wheat. That's just super convenient, isn't it? I don't think you understand what the word convenient means. I'm just going to pick the chicken out of the wrap and eat it, and then also some of the wrap. Oh my god, I'm so bad. I can't share a toaster with people. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose weight, though. Did you lose weight? No, I used to be 90 pounds because I couldn't absorb nutrients. Pasta? No. Beer? No. Apple? Yeah. Pie? No. Sandwich? I still can't eat a sandwich. Look, guys, it's very simple. I just can't eat anything with wheat, barley, or rye in it. It's not a big deal. It just makes me very sick, okay? It's a real disease. I cannot cheat. I brought my own lunch. I'm just going to go eat at my desk. Wow, I can't believe she's making such a big deal out of this. I'm just going to eat the filling out of this pie, but, like, no crust. Seriously, no crust. No, wait, guys. A pie is a sandwich. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 